Sue Snow is actually my pen name. Um, my real name is Marilyn Johnson, but my readers know me by Sue Snow. Anyway, my book is a middle school to preteen age readership, and it's called Little Magpie and the Wild Pony Hunt. Little Magpie is a 10-year-old Native American girl of the people of the horse, and her village is nestled high in the mountains, and it takes place a long, long time ago. Little Magpie has a special dream, and that is to ride in her tribe's wild pony hunt and catch her own pony. Regardless that only her people's warriors are allowed to hunt them, and the warriors, of course, are always men. Her father always admonishes her to be a good daughter of the people and learn to make her mother's delicious fish cakes. But little magpie could care less about making fish cakes. All she wants to do is catch her own pony in the, in the wild pony hunt. So little magpie is a special child of the horse people, a child that the medicine man Broken Tooth recognizes as a blossoming shaman for the people. So the story is about her journey to follow her dream. And I won't tell you how it ends, but I will tell you her process. So my first reading is chapter one, and it is entitled Sunrise. This introduces the reader to the horse people's medicine man broken tooth and his discovery of the little girl child who will eventually take his place as shaman for his people. There was magic in the air, and somehow the magic was great mystery, shimmering in the new morning light. Broken Tooth, the old medicine man, stepped out of his teepee and sniffed the air. He looked up into the eastern skies expectantly. The sun was barely up, but the sky was a swirl with glorious colors of red and golden rays. He sensed a ripple of movement in the dawning light. Aye, welcome, welcome, his heart cried out, as he sensed many spirits journeying this early morning. There was a great joy sweeping the sky. He could hear them singing their songs of power in melodies of ecstasy in their heavenly music. Excitement was mounting in his old bones. His skin tingled with anticipation. He let his mind blend with the celebration of their chorus. He became one with the sunrise and its great motion. A breeze embraced him for an instant and then swirled dizzily away. It left him warm and glowing, his mind and body strong and powerful. He threw his head back and laughed. She is back, he rejoiced. The spirit of power is back. She seeks another like her, perhaps a child of Mother Earth whose power is budding, one whom the power spirit seeks to guide. Broken Tooth's wrinkled face broke into a grin and he nodded his head. The wise and old man knew many mysteries of the great kind creator. He knew the spirits of Earth Mother and Grandfather's son well. 
reached out with his mind and let, him, let it touch each one of his beloved people and found one that was different. Ho, ho, it's the magpie she seeks. She is the girl child who races around the village, standing on top of her brother's pony, scaring the moccasins off of her mother and father. He let his mind expand. This is the girl child she seeks. Ah, oh, what a gift she is to our people. She is smarter than anyone in our village and has the curiosity of coyote and the strong will of eagle to match. Ha, ha, he, he. Our people are in for some big surprises. He chuckled as he discovered her racing around their village on a pony now, causing women and children to scramble out of her way. So that's the introduction to... Um, to, to Little Magpie. Now, the next reading I, I'm going to read is a real special one, and it is about a, a feat of courage and bravery that Little Magpie performs for a young warrior of the tribe. She discovers him severely injured and single-handedly rescues him and saves his life and the rescue is amazing for a little child of 10 to have been able to accomplish what she did and so as a reward uh, chief red feather of their tribe bestows upon her the title of warrior and so she becomes the youngest warrior of the tribe and the very first girl of the tribe. So they did a feast honoring her, and then at the end of the feast, Red Feather instructs her to take her place in the center of the dancing circle and sing her song and dance the story of White Owl's rescue. And this is her song and dance. So... She's a little, a little scared because she didn't know she was going to be doing this, but she's brave, so she steps into the circle. And so the drums began calling her to the dancing circle. She kicked off her moccasins and reached her arms to the sky. The drums quickened and grew louder. All eyes were on the small girl child as wisps of smoke curled around her. Little Magpie's body began swaying, feeling the song swell in her heart. Her feet, anticipating release, began stepping lightly around the fire. Little Magpie's father, Spotted Turtle, said to her, It is time now, my daughter, to dance the dance of the warrior. When you are finished, our warriors will join you in celebration. The drums began calling her to the dancing circle. She kicked off her moccasins and reached her arms to the sky. <clears throat> the drums quickened and grew louder. All eyes were on the small girl child as wisps of smoke curled around her. Little Magpie's body began swaying, feeling the song swell in her heart. Her feet, anticipating release, began stepping lightly around the fire, unsure yet of the rhythms she was seeking. 
Round and round the fire she stepped, slowly at first, then with purpose and joy, her bare feet kicking up dirt as she began giving movement to her silent song. Sweetly, as if the stars themselves were singing, little magpie began her song. Behold, there is a spirit blowing in the breeze, brushing against my face, breathing in my ear. Little magpie's body rocked from side to side, her arms moving gracefully up and down like the wings of a bird. Quickly, with light steps, she continued dancing. She puffed out her cheeks and blew softly, sounding like a gentle breeze. Again, she raises her voice in song. She rises like mountain mists, appearing with breathless beauty, sweet medicine wind, with power in her spirit to show me the way of the old ones. The magpie twirled around and around, her tunic's fringe flying, firelight dancing in her eyes, and her arms wrapped tightly around herself, imitating the wind. She blew harder now, sounding like a wind gathering power. Slowly she unfolded her arms. The blowing ceased, and she rose to her tiptoes, her arms outstretched and her palms turned toward the night sky. Beautiful maiden wind who made my eyes to see, you come bearing the gift of power, given by my grandfather, the sun. It lies within my spirit, waiting to be set free and blessed by Mother Earth. With these words, her feet change rhythms, becoming stronger, more forceful. The drummers followed her lead as the drumbeats grew louder, building in intensity. She reached her hands to the stars, lifting her face to greet them. Then, slowly in a circular motion, her arms and body swept down low to the ground, brushing the earth with her fingertips, and up again to the sky, standing on her tiptoes. A most wonderful medicine grows with each breath I take, becoming stronger every day as I walk in loving spirit to clear the way and become free. Little magpie slowly brought her hands down to her chest, the fingertips of each hand touching in harmony. She lowered her head and closed her eyes. Her feet were quiet. She remained silent, as if in prayer, then opened her eyes and laughed out loud, spreading her arms wide, and began the dance of an eagle in flight, its great wings rising and falling, soaring to heights unseen. The people could be silent no longer. Cries went out, shouts were heard, the drumbeats were deafening. They began dancing where they stood. Their voices blended into one as they sang in unison, celebrating the vision of the magpie. After a while, little magpie raised her arms, signaling the drums to cease. The dancing stopped, and they turned again to the small figure in the circle, still alone. She motioned for the drums to begin again, and she began her dance and song of White Owl's Rescue. She became the lightning and the thunder. The ground seemed to shake beneath her stamping feet. She sang of the great spirit Manitou and of the way she found White Owl injured and bleeding. With great detail, she sang of his jagged wound and the brewing storm. She became bear-womaned before the people's eyes, and they saw her fill with power as she dragged White Owl to the cave. 
The night air became tense and fearful as the child sang of White Owl's spirit waiting to join the land of ever-feasting. They could almost feel the rain pounding down on them as they pictured her searching the forest in the raging storm for wood and medicine. She showed how she had sewn his leg and built the fire with her twisting hands. Finally, from exhaustion, then as now, she sank to her knees and ended her story by lying down as if to sleep. With this, the warriors leapt into the circle. They scooped the warrior child up <clears throat> in their arms and all began dancing around the fire, carrying her high above them. Around and around they went singing. The drums slowed and they set her down. Then the beat picked up and little magpie danced with them, the dance of the warriors. <laughs>